Happy Thursday. This is Melissa and it is September 6th. I am the founder of a yogi kitchen. Welcome. It is so nice to have you here at our virtual table. Pull up a chair, pour yourself a cup of tea. This is where we come together in community, where we connect with each other and we connect body, mind, and spirit. We are, um, learning to mindfully manage mental health. We are always, always fighting the stigma of mental health. And this week is a little bit different for us. This is day four of Grief Journal Week. Welcome. Uh, if you're brand new to this, there's a couple things you might want to do. <laughs> One is you might want to pause right now and you can go back and listen to uh, day one, two, three of Grief Journal Week, but you do not have to. Um, and you don't have to do them in order. I kind of have an order in a way this is working, but it, it would be perfectly fine to do the journal prompts out of order. And then you might want to take a moment to get present with loss. So we're talking about loss, not necessarily death. Um, we grieve loss in lots of different ways. We grieve lots of different kinds of loss. So um, I invite you to sort of think about that for yourself. What what kind of loss have you dealt with in the last six months, year? And it could actually even be something from a long time ago that you never processed. You never dealt with it. You just kind of pushed it away. The other thing that I encourage everyone to do, and you feel free to pause me for this, is to gather your tools to create sacred space. So because I'm a yogi, I believe in um, creating my sacred space around who I am in this moment. So it's around um, my five senses, basically, because it really helps me come into the moment. So I'm sitting here with a big fluffy down blanket. So I'm in Chicago, I travel quite a bit. I'm in Chicago right now. And we just had a really big turn that just makes me so happy. I can't even tell you. Uh, yesterday was like 90 degrees and muggy. And today I woke up, it was 68 degrees at like 6 o'clock this morning, somewhere in there. And um, our high is going to be 69 degrees. So it's fall finally here. And I'm very excited about that. So I have the blanket. I have my soy candle. I have twinkle lights. So it's all about you know, what brings me into the moment the quickest? And oh, I have some lavender on because lavender, is an, uh, lavender essential oil is an anti-inflammatory. And so I have it on my hand, which is where my arthritis is. And a while ago, a really good friend gave me the recipe for this anti-inflammatory essential oil concoction. And it's really great. And it was a lot of things that I had, but I was like in bed and I was tired. And I think I was watching Netflix in bed and I was like, well, I can reach the lavender. So I got into this habit of putting lavender on the places in my body that hurt and it helps immensely. Um, I had this really wonderful lavender that someone brought me from fields in Hawaii. And it was like, you put it on and like instant like relief. I, I, it was crazy. And now I have a, a more commercially large batched kind and it helps for sure, but it doesn't help the way that small batch Hawaiian lavender from Hawaiian lavender fields helped. So I'm going to look that one up. Okay. So we're creating, we're creating, um, sacred space. So whatever it is that helps you be in the moment. And I, again, I like to engage all my senses as much as possible because that helps me be right here. And then when you're creating sacred space 
and you're having that time to be mindful, to meditate, to be in your yoga practice, um, whatever it is for you. Anytime I want to come back to this moment, to this moment of peace and relaxation, I can have any one of those elements in my life and it helps me come back to it really quickly. I can have the music, I can have the lavender, I can have the soy candle, ocean breeze or whatever it is, scent. I can have the, the sight of the flickering flame and it helps me come back to this moment. So take a, a little bit to, to do that, to, to create your sacred space and make sure that you grab your journal and a working pen. So even if you are used to um, keeping track of your life online or in a in an audio app, um, for this process, we really, as much as possible, want to be able to put pen to paper. Um, and we want to do it in something bound because you're not going to cross out, you're not going to throw away, you're not going to rip out, you're going to keep these pages no matter what. And again, this is just for you. So you don't need to worry about grammar or punctuation or anything. This is just for you. Spelling does not count. So I invite you now to just relax. Close your eyes. Take a nice, long, deep breath in through the nose. And release it out through the nose. And take a few nice, long, deep breaths. So just listen to the prompt. You don't need to pick up your journal and write anything yet. The prompt for today is the unexpected gifts are, or it could be the unexpected gift is. And just breathe into that for a moment and notice how that makes you feel in your heart space when you hear that journal prompt. Notice how it makes your body feel. Sometimes we have reactions really quickly that we're not even recognizing we're having. Um, you hear something and your heart rate increases. Your breathing maybe gets shallow. Your shoulders tense. Or maybe the exact opposite. Maybe your breathing gets slower and deeper and your heart rate slows. Your shoulders relax down. And just notice what it is for you. It can be any combination of those things. It doesn't have to be those things at all. Uh, maybe your stomach did something weird. And just be present with how just hearing the prompt makes you feel body, mind, spirit. So again, before you write, I'm going to tell you um, my experience around the journal prompt. So when I first came up with this journal prompt, I first thought, okay, of course, we're going to talk about gratitude at some point, right? And it'd be a little expected to do the journal prompt on, or the gratitude prompt on the last day. So I thought, all right, let's do gratitude today. And how are we going to do gratitude? Because there's lots of sort of cliched banal ways to do gratitude. You can make a list. You can just yeah, every morning write five things that you're gra grateful for. And, and it's helpful. It really is. But I thought, let's let's do something um, a little bit different, a little bit more involved, um, a little deeper to help you process better. And I was thinking about my unexpected gifts. 
And I thought, well, there's this sense of peace that I got with my dad before he died. And it wasn't the whole time. I think people hear things like that and they think, oh, it was a peaceful ending. And it certainly wasn't. My dad was a difficult man. Um, he, I have a lot of trauma and um, drama in my, in my childhood because of him. Uh, I did a lot of hours of therapy because of him. And um, he was difficult till the very end. And he made it difficult for everyone around him. And that was never an issue for my dad. My dad had no problem making things as difficult as they could be for other people. So there was a sense of peace, but it wasn't this like, ah, that was a beautiful life ending. Not at all. It was difficult till the absolute last second. And then it was difficult for the rest of us who had to be around and take care of the, the practicalities after he died. It was not a simple thing. So, so there was a sense of peace, but I also thought, you know, I don't think that was unexpected though. I think it was hoped for. There was times when my dad died, you know, every day that I would go see him in the hospital or in the rehab facility, uh, I made sure to give him a kiss on the forehead, tell him I loved him, say goodbye. And there were times when, and, and that's a big step for us in our relationship. And there were times when um, I could just sit with him in a hotel room and watch television. Uh, I would watch um, football with him, which I, as, I've, as I've grown up, I've, I've learned to watch television. I didn't, I didn't grow up in my childhood watching television, but I've learned to do it. And um, I was able to just do that. And I was able to uh, talk with him about just simple things and not have it be some huge thing. So I got that sense of peace, but it was something that I was expecting. I was hoping for. Um, I wasn't expecting, I was hoping for. It was kind of a veiled hope. And, and I got a little piece of it more than I would have really thought. But the unexpected thing, the thing that really um, was surprising to me and at the same time, not surprising, but it was unexpected, was I got this sense, it'd be very interesting to talk to my sister about um, how she feels about this. We've never talked about it. She may be like, oh, you didn't do shit. But I got this feeling, this like universe patting me on the back feeling, I am superwoman. And I think I was superwoman before. I just didn't know it. So I, I listened to this podcast. I've talked about her before. It's Kathy Heller from Don't Keep Your Day Job. And she also had sort of a difficult childhood. And um, as so many of us do, uh, not unusual experience at all, but she had a difficult childhood. And she sort of realized very early on, oh, I'm always going to be that person who has to work 10 times harder for things to happen. And I've recognized that about myself. But instead of being like, oh, I accept this about myself, and it just means I have to work harder or do whatever more. I just kind of kick the sand and was pissed about it. And I would say why, you know, other people have things fall into their laps. Why does this never happen to me? And I know that lots of us have that feeling about things. You know, there's lots going on and, and other people just sort of seem to sail through stuff and I have to really trudge through it. I know it feels that way to a lot of us. Um, but what was happening is that, you know, things didn't get easier for me when I left my childhood home. They, they did. They did because the trauma ended. So that was there was that. But then there was all the cleanup 
in my emotional mental life that I had to do. And it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been, oh, do a couple of sessions of therapy and then you're good to go. It was do a lot of group therapy, do a lot of one-to-one therapy. Uh, It was get involved in yoga. I mean, my life is at a place where it is way more manageable than it's ever been. But I still like just what, 10 days ago, had a panic attack. The PTSD is still there. And so it's always going to be with me. And so I I kept having this hard stuff come up and I kept managing it. Either, you know, sometimes it would kind of lay me flat for a few days while I gathered my, my shit together and figured out what to do. And sometimes I just would kick it out of the park and move on. And I wasn't recognizing that I was doing that. And the unexpected gift from dealing with my dad's death and dealing with all this stuff was that now I know. I walk into any room, I walk into any situation, and I know I can handle it. I know there's a really good chance I'm going to kick it out of the park or hit it out of the park, I guess is the saying. Um, I, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. So, yeah, I still worry about things. I still, you know, when I was younger, it was how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay the rent? How am I going to, you know, whatever. I'm not going to be loved in life. You know, all those things are still sort of little voices in the back of my head. But now I can say to those voices, hey, you know what? We've been on the planet for a while and we're going to take care of this. It's fine. Don't worry. We got it. And I really honestly deep in my heart and in my blood and bones know that. I'm going to take care of it. It's going to be fine. So um, that's my unexpected gift. I invite you to continue sitting here, breathe into it, relax into it. And when you feel compelled, open your eyes and pull your journal over and start writing about your unexpected gift. And again, I love to hear from you guys. Um, It makes my day. I had an, I had this recent experience where, so what happens often is I hear from you guys and it's really interesting. This has been true like as long as I've had a public presence, Facebook or on the website or wherever, is people don't respond there, which I would love for you guys to do, to respond like in our community at Mighty Networks or to respond like on the Facebook page and sort of jumpstart a conversation I get lots of private messages, I get emails, and I love that, love that, but I also would like the community sense to grow and for people to share in a more public way, and I understand all the reasons why it's not happening, and that's perfectly fine. But what I don't do is I don't often share with you guys the feedback that I'm hearing, and I can do that anonymously, don't get all freaked out that you're never going to share with me again. Um, What I do is often it's in my brain and then it becomes something that I'll blog about or I podcast about. Um, so I'm going to try more to, to share with everyone what the feedback that I'm getting. And I'm, again, I'm going to do that in an anonymous way. Just tell you, Oh, I got this great email or I got a great phone call. So, um, I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing, um, your experiences and your strength doing this, listening to past podcasts, being in the community, where whatever you want to comment on, I love hearing it. You can drop me an email, mel at a yogikitchen.com. You can be part of our community. Our community is free. It is at mightynetworks.com. You just search for a yogi kitchen. And there are a lot of communities that are paid communities. Ours is free. And there's lots of free challenges. There's things like the journal week prompts are there also where you could actually write them out for yourself on the computer and share them if you choose but you don't have to share them um 
You can do, uh, I think, Breathe e-courses there. We're going to do the anti-inflammatory diet challenge next month is going to be there. Uh, Breathe e-course starts September 15th. We're going to be doing that there. Um, you can also just get all this information in an email, and you can email me at mel at a yogikitchen.com to get on the email newsletter list. You can go to the website, ayogikitchen.com, and just see sort of some of the things we're doing and what we've been about in the past and what we're looking forward to in the future. And you can call me. You can, well, actually text me. Me picking up the phone and having a conversation is sometimes very, very difficult, but I can always answer a text. 785-760-5412. I love hearing from you. And if you're at Anchor FM, you can leave me a message there. Um, this is the the host for my podcast or the, the platform where I... I uh, record. You're always, and it's free to join. You can always um, leave messages at Anchor FM or Anchor FM. I hope you are having a beautiful Thursday. Enjoy the process. Don't worry about what you're saying when you're writing. Just enjoy the process of getting it all down on paper, and enjoy the gratitude. It's thankful Thursday. Enjoy it. Namaste.